Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake. I am your host, and we have our co-hosts, of course, Chris and Stacy, like always. Glad to see you guys. Glad to be here. We're going to have a fun time and, well, maybe a disturbing time. Depends on how you look at it, look, look at it and how people think about what we're going to talk about, I guess. <laughs> see if I'm awake enough to do this. Hopefully. <laughs> well, maybe the topic, the subject matter will, you know, wake you up. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe it might wake some other people up that are just listening or watching along. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good. 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 I'm still, still wondering if someday someone's going to say bad. <laughs> I'm terrible today. <laughs> I refuse to be bad. Yeah. My yeah. God's bigger than that. Uh, yeah. I'm bad to the bone. <laughs> I'd rather have a stellar day than not because my God can provide it. Mm. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Challenge me in this. <laughs> Every time someone says, like, uh, challenge me or challenge, my mind goes to, I think it's Lion King where Scar does something to Mufasa, and he goes, is that a challenge? Back at him. Mm-hmm. I always love that. Or, like, say, I belch or something, and then Shawnee belches. I'll say that to her. That's funny. Nice. She'll win, though. <laughs> She's much better at that stuff than I am. <laughs> I need to get a new headset. This one just sounds really weird. Super tinny. Mine does. Yeah, say so you don't sound tinny to me. Yeah, we're good uh, here. I know. We've ran into that before. <laughs> uh, there was one episode I was like, oh, uh, freaking out about it. No, I just need to get a different headset. I've yeah. had this one a while. Yeah, you sound perfectly fine to me. Well. Possible Christmas present idea. Hmm. I always tell people to, like when my mom or wife asks me what to get me, I say socks. <laughs> and I, didn't, I know it annoys people, especially my mom. Well, what do you want? Socks. Just annoys the heck out of her. Funny story. His mom usually buys people socks for Christmas. Uh, more specifically, my nieces and nephews. Right, but she usually does. So here's, here's the background story. <laughs> my brother and I were the only two in our family, two mm-hmm. kids. My brother has 11 kids. Holy cow. So they never have socks. Yeah. Because they burn through their socks and then snag somebody else's socks and yep. burn through those. Yep. So those kids are like stupid excited about clothing for Christmas. Yep. Where like when I was a kid, I was like, if I get clothing for Christmas, I'm like, what yeah. a waste of a present. Yeah. 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 And the kids love getting socks. Oh, they got they get so excited so about getting crazy socks. crazy excited mm-hmm. about it. Yep. I think... I, I hated getting clothing, but was when I got to like high school, I'm like, can, can I just get clothes? <laughs> Have some decent ones for once. Otherwise, like right now, I've had this shirt for, gosh, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> I wear clothes until they literally start falling apart. So Yeah, I've that's got, what I do too. I've got my first Weird Al Yankovic t- concert t-shirt from 96 still. <laughs> I don't get rid of that's t-shirts a, until they're like, Gone. Y'all know how old I was? Eight? Four. Close. (laughs) Four years old. (laughs) Weird Al. That was was my first mosh pit experience, too. So, 92. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you're 10 years younger than me. Holy moly. (laughs) That is what it is. Yeah. I would never, never be able to figure that out on my own. Like, I can't guess people's ages chris and i were talking about this last night mm-hmm. so yeah not well, at all well some of the kids on wednesday night were telling me they're like trying to guess my age and like what one kid said i was 48 <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> no, sorry, a little, little bit younger than that, but it is what it is. Well, let's uh, go move into happy crappies. What's our happies and crappies and happies and happies for the week? I got mine. Let's go. So, my happy is that Chris is actually going to be in town this next week. So, yay. So, he's going to work at this Culver's instead of the one in Omaha. So, I'm excited about that because... For the week. Because of Thanksgiving. Yeah, Yeah. for the week. Yeah. Because of Thanksgiving. That means Mm -hmm. I don't have to go get him and then drive back to Grand Island, then drive to North Platte and, you know, all the jogging back and forth. So... It'll be a bit of driving. Yeah. But my crappy is that I've got lots of driving next week anyway because Thanksgiving, and I've got a server that I need to take out to Palmer, Kansas. On Monday, I had to go out to Palmer, Kansas, and found out that their server is dying. So um, I went out there for a router and found out that their server is dying. Managed to get parts in two days, which was crazy. So um, I don't have the server completely set up, but I'm going to get it set up before Monday so I can take it out Monday. And then I've got to go to Clevenger's, which is in um, Gibbon and replace a server there. So just drive, 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 drive next week. You love it. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes not so much. You're not fibbing. You love it. The, the Palmer trip is going to be like six hours one day, though, just for the driving. So it'll be a long Three day. hours there, three hours back. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. What day is that? Do you know? For Palmer? Yeah. It's going to be Monday, so the 20th. I'll think I have to look. You do. <laughs> yeah, you're off on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And I'm doing both of those early in the week to get them done. I almost quoted a movie there. That wouldn't have been appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my happy and crappy. You got yours, senor? Um, Happy is that, yeah, I'm actually going to be in Grand Island instead of thought I was going to move to Omaha this week. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have a crappie. Yeah, it's been yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So why can't they just train you in GI fully before moving you there, though? The plan that I was told initially was the 20th I'd have to be there because we were going to do training in the store and they're going to open that store. The new store, the one that I'm going to be at, is December 13th. But they've been finagling it so that they can train us. Well, me specifically here and then some uh, Omaha people have been coming down and training at the store. I train at the good store where everything's been going all right. Yeah, there's a store that they've been training Omaha people at that I'm glad that I dodged this week on being there because they said that it is not the best place to train is the nice way to put it. You'll have to send me the address so I never go to that Culver's. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. So I have recently fallen in love with Culver's over the past few Hmm. weeks. So, like, when we first went to Culver's, it was one up by, um, gosh, where is that? Is a dam up north that's right on the border with South Dakota, like we share it. Um, Valentine? No, it's east. It's like you go, you can go north of Columbus to get to it. Norfolk? No. I'll just keep saying names. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know Nebraska as well as other people do. Because I'm not from here. Well, I'm from here, but I still don't know it that well. Well, but we didn't move around a lot too growing up. So yeah, 
I think this last time I moved was 22 or 21 or 22 times moved. So. Oh, wow. I hate moving. Absolutely hate it. Yeah. Creighton? No, it's further. Further? It's like straight on the border. Sioux City? With, with South Dakota. No, I'll pull up maps now because I'm, I'm <laughs> curious here. I'll say just Google the Culver's in, in that area. It's way it too out. easy. Google <laughs> Maps. Yankton? Vermont. Yankton, South Dakota, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, the, we ate at the Culver's there and got sicker than dogs. Oh. oh. It tasted great. It was good. And then we were camping and had to try to find bathrooms. Mm. Yeah, that's, it wasn't good. That's awful. So, yeah, then we, like, stayed away from Culver's for a long time because of that. Then I recently tried it again. And I'm like, hey, I didn't get sick, honey, talking to my wife. So then we <laughs> all tried it, and then we've gone there multiple times since. Yeah, I love their food. I, I really, really love their deluxe butter burgers. They're just great. They're, they're an old-style burger, mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. that's what I love about them. It's like yeah. reminds me of how burgers all used to be when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Go to the bars, the cafes, they were all that way. Mm -hmm. Just super good. You like your butter burger M-plot. <laughs> that's what you like. What does that mean? Uh, the deluxe comes with M-plot, which is mayo, lettuce, onion, uh, pickled tomato, M-plot. That's funny. Mm. Or as one of the ladies says, uh, my puppy, yeah, my puppy loves all treats. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, you know, whatever makes it stick in your brain, good. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, like for my job, when I went to school, we had to learn all the different um, resistor color codes. Mm. Yeah, it's not appropriate for me to say on the podcast how we were taught to remember it. It's oh, bad. Oh, all right, this will be fun. I'll have to tell you later. Yeah, tell me later. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's even the other college that's big in the field that I'm in, theirs is bad, too. Theirs involves drinking, though. Mine, the one I went to, involves something entirely different that's not not, not very pleasant to talk about. Um, so my happy crappies. Crappy is I haven't got a deer yet, but I'm not the only one that's having trouble in the area, basically. Uh, nobody's seen anything. That's crazy. I drove on Monday and saw three or four of them that had been hit. Yeah. I've seen a bunch on the highway, but it's like they're coming out at night because mm -hmm. it's too warm. Mm -hmm. They're not moving during the daytime. And it's illegal to hunt at night in, well, this state anyway. Mm -hmm. I think there's some other states where you're allowed to hunt at night, but not here. Um, happy... Happy, 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 joy, joy. Um, <sighs> I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I got to spend a lot of time out in God's country, so. Yeah, that's nice. Saw his paintbrush doing, seeing what works it did. Walking around trying to deer hunt, attempting to deer hunt. <laughs> failing miserably, but. I haven't been out in the wild in a long time. Well, if, uh. There's a place uh, by Gothenburg, and when it's not hunting season, and you just want to go out there, walk around, and see beautiful scenery, I'd recommend it. Mm, okay. It's all public land, but I was out there for hours today, and I still haven't seen all of it. Nice. It doesn't look that big on the map, but it's pretty good size. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm still trying to wake up here from That's fair. <laughs> napping in my pickup earlier. So, 
Do you guys want to take it away? With the main topic? We can, we can, or I could kind of go into what I thought about bringing up and discussing a little bit before we go to the main, if we want to do that. Yeah, go for it. And I haven't picked a random question yet, so I'll come up with that while you're starting us <laughs> off. Okay. Oh, yeah, random questions, huh? Yeah. Yeah, true. I got a random day. question. You can. I'll start this. Go ahead. What is your favorite... Um, Sided die. Didn't you already ask us this question? I don't know. I yeah. think so. Aw. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's your favorite sandwich to eat at Culver's? There. <laughs> Me. Mine's, um, mine's the Butter Burger Deluxe, which I already said. Kay. So. <laughs> Isn't there a two patty version of that? Yeah. Yeah, most of them are doubles. Yeah, I do yeah. the single. I get the double version of that. That's that's always good. They always ask me if I want to add any ketchup or mustard, and I'm like, no. No extra condiments. I like it the way it comes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I always try to try the food the way it's like prepped first before mm -hmm. ever adding anything to it, no matter where I'm at. Except McDonald's. If I go there to get ketchup, those burgers just aren't good. No. Like I remember them tasting a lot better when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I sure do not now. No. Should have been there in the 70s. They weren't bad in the 80s. <sighs> it was so good. It was like home cooked in the 70s. I kid yeah. you not. It was, I still remember how good McDonald's was. 35 cent cheeseburgers, 25 cent burgers, if I remember right. And then they started to phase in the soy artificial junk. And now I'm like, I don't even go there. I don't even. Bleh, yeah. Bleh, yeah. And bleh. the. The uh, reason they can say it's all beef is because what they're including for beef is all beef. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a but so annoying. buddy of mine. He won't eat at McDonald's because he used to work at one of the packing plants here. Kind of that, yeah, that direction. I'm not going to say the town because I don't want them to, mm -hmm. you know. But he said that they sent out a shipment of meat that was supposed to go to McDonald's. I just hit my mic. Sorry, people. And the not to not to McDonald's to a dog food factory, the dog food factory rejected it, and McDonald's accepted it. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, uh, uh. So, so yeah, if he goes there, he gets chicken. Yeah, I don't like their chicken either. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's got a different taste to yeah. it. It's mm -hmm. just not right. Yeah, I I actually stopped at McDonald's on my way back from Palmer because I was going to go to Wendy's, and there was a um, an ambulance in their parking lot with the lights on and I was like I don't want to get in the middle of whatever's going on over there so I went to McDonald's because it was the next closest place <laughs> so if I remember right their Big Macs still aren't that bad tasting anyway that's the sauce that they put on though it's not the meat right yeah that's what I got was a Big Mac meal and I only ate like a third of the fries because I don't like their fries they're either super greasy or super dry they actually weren't bad, and they weren't heavily salted, but wow. I just don't. I just don't like. They were fresh. They were super fresh, and they they were fine. But I just don't like their fries. So, yeah. Well, any other questions before we get rolling? I've got a question. Go. Right, let's, let's do it. So, do you think AI will change the world for the better? It all depends on its use. I would say, like I. 
honestly, you could uh, have AI do so many different things. And some people might tell it, say, hey, what's the quickest way to take over this country? Have the AI do all its calculations, then follow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I, we have Terminators eventually. <laughs> yeah. I. What is considered AI right now is actually uh, large language models. And it's using uh, data sets to make its calculations and to come up with its answers to create images and stuff like that. It's not true AI. True AI would be sentient that would be able Mm -hmm. to think on its own, Mm -hmm. reason on its own without um, any data set. Skynet. So I think true AI could be dangerous because it could go outside of its Mm -hmm. bubble and do whatever it wants. Uh, But large language models, I think they can be, they can be useful and they can be good tools actually could open up new industries that we don't have, you know, new jobs that we don't have, take some of the menial tasks that people do and make them more productive. So I think ultimately, um, large language model type AI could be useful, um, and make the world a better place as long as it's not being used for evil, but everything that's made gets used for evil in some way it's a tool so it can yeah. go either way yeah it's a tool so walmart oh. can take over or ai could take over walmart self-checkouts yeah <laughs> they need to get rid of self-checkouts agreed speaking of self-checkouts i'll get back to the ai deal i gotta talk about my experience yesterday <laughs> it took everything i had to keep my mouth shut in the self-checkouts yesterday because they were super busy. Mm-hmm. They had no people on registers. So then there's one gal in the self-checkout area trying to run around and help everyone out. And, like, all the machines were freaking out doing stupid things. Like, they'd read the cards, not read the cards, accept cash, not accept cash. So she's trying to figure it out. And you could tell English is her second language. So it's like, you need to be a little more patient. Mm-hmm. It's just that's common sense. But people are just getting ticked off. Mm-hmm. And then somebody started doing a bunch of, like, racist crap. And I was just like, mm, I want to say something, but I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah. Because it's not my place, but it, I was really close. Yeah. Well, good on you for not saying anything. Well, part of the problem with the Walmart self-checkouts is they're actually using AI with the self-checkouts to detect uh, a theft and stuff like yeah. that. So um, <laughs> they're actually having problems where it's thinking somebody's stealing stuff when they're not, when they're actually putting stuff into the bag and the cops are getting called and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it's also causing other problems like the stuff that you were talking about because they actually just implemented that like a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. You have a meeting tonight, Dace? Supposed to, but they're not here. Hmm. You want to hop in? You want to hop in on our podcast? They claim to be adults, but, you know, they don't want to show up in their meetings. You want to hop in and give (laughs) us some, join the good word and all that, I'll adjust my camera so it sees you. I just got to back it up. Um, yeah, you guys keep talking. So I will ask you the same question that um, I just asked everybody else. And the question is, do you think AI will change the world for the better? Terminators, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am the I've T-1000. Seen, I've seen Terminator movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, if, if used correctly, just like the, uh, the good old airlines, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it would be, uh, you know, that. Uh, I think, I think it could, but just like we do with social media and everything like that, 
you know, it it, uh, it boils down to who's using it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, a tool. Yeah. Go either tool. way. Anybody can use it and you know, do good things with it or bad. Well, that's always the thing, you know. I can take the same tool that you have and suddenly two different ways of using it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You can take a hammer, you can build, and you can destroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A rock. Yeah. Yep. You can a use branch. a rock as a hammer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. That Walmart self-checkout AI has ticked me off multiple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's all hold, I'll be holding two items. I scan this one, put it in the bag. He's stealing. Yeah. He's stealing. It's freaking out. Yeah. It's like, but it's right in my hand. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why it's doing that is because they, they implemented some large language model AI to help with the theft at the self-checkout. And, yeah, it's causing all kinds of weird problems. Some lady got uh, arrested for stealing a pack of gum, and then they found out that it actually scanned and, like, stupid crap like that has been happening. Yeah. I really love how you said that. It helps with the theft. <laughs> it's helping them steal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually, in some cases, is because they'll... Yeah. My deal is, you know what could, What would really help with people, like, preventing stealing with self-checkouts? Get rid of the self-checkouts and get back to actual people again. Well, you know, there's, uh, you're, you've, you're on to something there. And as a person that once worked in, uh, as a checkout person, I would say uh, the pros and cons of that, too, because I watched people in checkouts literally steal from the people that are purchasing. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens too. Huh. Oh, it's not it's not swiping. It's not swiping. I need to type in the number. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that I've heard of that. I've heard of that happening like drive-throughs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, remember that there was a big story where one gal was apparently adding on an extra like 10 cents or something mm-hmm. to every meal and she, th- she was in a city, so there was thousands of meals a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Comes Just right out of the right out of the till at the end of the night, so it all looks yep. even. Yep. Yeah. You know, I knew, I knew, uh, I don't know, I don't know how long you guys have lived here or whatever, but uh, we used to have a, a theater here in Grand Island called the Conestoga Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I had some friends that were, you know, you could be a manager at a theater when you're like 17, mm-hmm. but uh, they were running a con. And what they would do is the, uh, the popcorn buckets, they would go in after the movie was out, empty them out, wipe them out, put them back on the rack and resell them because you can't count the popcorn so they counted the buckets, the buckets. Hmm. and at the end of the night they just pulled the money out of the till and the manager you know the whoever else would come through and count the buckets yeah everything looks great oh wow there i mean there, there's ways to do it and these people get very smart about it yeah wow. so yeah you know, anyway off topic, I apologize. <laughs> I don't even know what the topic is. What's oh. going on? <laughs> oh, we're, right now, we're just on random questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, random questions. We walked in the right even, time. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, we I, haven't even moved to topics yet. I, I tell you what, when I scroll through TikTok, um, I see these people. It's always, you know, ask an atheist or ask a Muslim or ask a Christian or something like that is their, their title page. And my very first question every single time, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladened swallow? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and you would be surprised at how many people have zero clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I might be one of them. Aww. Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Oh, yes. okay. Do you know how many years it's been since it, I've seen that movie? Matter. It's not a question of how it grips it. 
been many, <laughs> many, many moons since yes. I've seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And a, a few of us at work have tried to explain to the 25-year-old at work how funny that movie is and the comedy yeah. is over his head. Yep. Yo. What is your name? <laughs> what is your favorite color? Yeah. yeah. My name is Diego mm. Montoya. Uh, <laughs> another movie. Oh, wow. Me. <laughs> right. The knee. Me. Yes. I need a shrubbery. <laughs> yes. We no longer request a shrubbery. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Such a good flick. Oh, man. Speaking of TikTok, I saw a TikTok of a family like rented out a castle in france when they were all over there to like do a big birthday party for somebody and there was uh, the two boys the kids did that whole scene of uh, where the oh, english sure. come up and the french up there they're yelling back and forth at each I other i love that, that, that scene hilarious. that's awesome yeah they did a great job at yes. it yes <laughs> oh. You got any random questions? Oh, I've got all sorts of. I know. I, I see your TikToks popping uh, up all right. the time. You know. You want to you want to unshamelessly plug yourself as. Hey, you know what? I even your la latest TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you like it. that? Yeah, it's a little little uh, shameless self promotion, and I just as I said, hey, just <laughs> tag yourself in it. To, you know, do it, whatever. Throw it out there. I actually, had somebody do it. So, mm, really? old friend of mine from way back when. He's like, oh, this is a great idea. I'm like, why doesn't everybody do this? You know, I mean, right. help each other out and whatnot. Yeah. You know, TikTok's a crazy world, and they're looking at trying to ban it anyway, so we may as well have fun while we can, you know. So, uh, random question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't really I don't mean, think they're going to end up banning it. I, too many people I, use it. Well, I... It's too big of a platform now. It, it really is, um, when it boils down to it, um, with, this, you know, with the First Amendment and everything like that, they're going to have a heck of a time. The only thing they can do is say, you know, we can try to write rules that allow for first, you know, First Amendment rights versus hate speech, because apparently hate speech is not covered under the First Amendment right. So, yeah, and, but that's that's a really, I think that's a dangerous path to it, go down. Yeah, it really mm -hmm. is. And if you watch the uh, last Republican debate, you know, they were treading on and. In, in, not plug in anybody, but uh, Ramaswamy said, hey, if you want to open that floodgate, you're going to go down a rabbit hole that you will never get out of. Right. It, it, it's, it's that simple mm -hmm. because, you know, they will never, ever figure out how to get out of it once they open it. That yeah. is, that's worse than Pandora's box. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. day of the week. Yeah. Because once you start messing with that right, mm -hmm. you, you may as well just rewrite the entire Constitution mm -hmm. because we will no longer be a country. Or prepare for war. It's going to be that. Yeah. And I, I hate to say that. I hate to be even, even breathe or think that. But well, that's what that amendment's for. The right to bear arms isn't for the right for hunting. It's the right for the people to rise up against the tyrannical government. Mm -hmm. And for hunting. Well, and hunting, too. But that, <laughs> that wasn't its original no, purpose. No, no, no. no. I mean, um, you know, they, they, they've, a lot of people forget uh, what punctuation means and everything like that, too, when it comes to how it was written, why it was written, the way it was written, and everything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen something today how, uh, and these, mind you, these were women arguing this, okay? The 19th Amendment. Do you guys know what the 19th Amendment was? No, I do not. The right for, the right for oh, women. So that's the right women's vote, right? Right. Oh. Okay. okay. Women's suffrage. Okay. okay, and everybody likes to use women's suffrage against people who don't understand what that actually means. But we're not going down that path. Um, <laughs> they were actually arguing. They're like, you know, it was never against the law saying women couldn't vote. So why would they have to make an amendment saying that they could? And I went, what? <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I get why 
mm-hmm. you know, they put it into the Constitution saying that no state, nobody can say you can't now. Right. But there wasn't anything saying anywhere that they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, why did we even need it in the first place? And I went, I, I, I don't understand what is going on nowadays. I mean, I'm in my early 40s. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not the smartest peanut in the, in the gallery here. But you're, 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 you're sitting there saying you don't understand why they put it in there if they didn't need to be there in the first place. Well, they're just trying to make sure that somebody doesn't come along and say, here it is. Mm -hmm. Uh And this one lady, she brings up some statistic that she probably pulled off some black market site that she found and said 2% of the women at the time wanted the vote. 98 didn't. They didn't want to vote. And I went, are you you voting against yourself here? What what, what is going on? You know, (laughs) and don't get me wrong. I've, I've come across some, you know, some TikTok lives that I learn a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get in lives with, you know, people that claim to be agnostic, claim to be atheist, anti-theist, Satanist, things like this. And, you know, I generally learn when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. And I do my best to leave everybody with dignity once I mm-hmm. exit from the conversation. Because as a as a Christian believing person, that's the way I feel I should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with as much dignity as I possibly can mm-hmm. because, you know, the person that I worship did that a lot. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There was a time or two that things happened with tables and whips. <laughs> and, but, yeah. but, you know, that, that's, that, that's beside the point. Mm, and, yeah. you know, and then I get t- completely and utterly torn apart mm-hmm. in another life by uh, an atheist who I didn't even see it coming. I've never been asked these questions in my life. And I went, What? It's, it never crossed my mind like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, as he's going through these list of questions, I had nothing for him. Mm. You know, I felt like I was back in high school in my speech class going, yeah, drool coming out of my mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to go find a corner and cry, you know, because he's making really good points. And I'm like, I have no rebuttal mm-hmm. whatsoever for this. And when the live was over and everything, I messaged him through TikTok. I said, hey, thank you for asking me those questions. I've never been asked that before. Mm. And I will never get those questions at my church because we are all Mm -hmm. like-minded. And if we don't go out of our box, Mm -hmm. we'll never think like this. Right. And I'm not trying to say that I believe everything that he was throwing at me and all that. Right. Okay. But... It made me think, and I went straight to my Bible, and I went, why, 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 why? Mm -hmm. And I started following through, doing my due diligence and everything like Mm -hmm. that, as I should. Mm -hmm. So if I get asked these questions again, I might be able to give an answer. Mm -hmm. Or I might just go, hey, you know what? I don't have that answer. Mm -hmm. And it's out of my realm to give you an answer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of questions out there and a lot of really good, hey, Thought processes that are, you know, that'll really make you think and understand why you want to believe in Jesus, why you want to believe God, why you want to believe the Gospels and everything that led up to the Gospels, Mm -hmm. how these 66 books coincide over 1,500 years and actually make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, with all the different authors, when we can't get two people together and that have different lifestyles and different viewpoints now to agree on one thing, let alone 
as many things are in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, I think the greatest, the greatest thing I ever, ever heard in argument of Jesus being crucified, um, put in the tomb and resurrecting was if you look at the Watergate scandal, what happened at Watergate in the 70s with Nixon, you couldn't get three people to say the same thing through and through. Yeah. And here's 12 that we know of that took it all the way to their grave. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to what we have right. in the Bible, right. it does not go against. Now, they're different points of view, so you're going to have a different lens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's four of us sitting here, and we all see the same thing. And right. when, when we're asked about it, the main concept's going to stay the same, but my vision of it and yours and yours and yours mm. are going to differ a little mm-hmm. bit. And that's yep. what we see in the Gospels. Right. Yeah. It's not that they're, you know you know, saying, no, it didn't happen this way, it happened this way. No, that's just how they seen it. That's how they viewed it. Mm -hmm. That's why we get time differences and everything like that. Mm -hmm. That's why we get these different things within the gospel that don't seem to agree, but they, you know, the the main picture's there, but I'm going to use that as my argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've, uh, heard multiple Muslims use that they're like, oh, the Bible's contradicting itself there because of that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's like the same thing you get police reports. Mm-hmm. multiple witnesses, they all have the, the main part of the story the same, but they all remember different little details that are different, mm-hmm. even to the point where they'll say, well, we saw this guy, he was had this kind of hair, this color of skin. Well, the next person will say different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the main gist of it is still there. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I run into that all the time, and I love going into these lives, and I love listening to these people because they need love mm-hmm. and of story, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've gained... Uh, uh, they claim to be Satanist, and they claim to be uh, anti-theist. Not, mm. not. How are they Satanist if they're anti-theist? No, no, no. A Satanist and. Oh, anti-theist. okay, gotcha. Um, and and for for the people out there that don't quite, uh, you know, get into the different philosophies and religions and uh, spiritualities and everything, Satanism, they do not worship Satan. Okay. There's certain Satanists that yes, do. Yes, there are. There's, there are. They uh, have their own little, like, like we got our denomination. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a different, and and a lot of times when you run into a Satanist, you go, oh, you worship them. Like, no, 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 I am not that group. Mm-hmm. That's what, And they, they will straight up point it out. They are not that group. And, you know, their tenets and everything, if you were to look at their tenets, I, I guarantee you, if I brought their ten tenets into our church and didn't say this was from a Satanist church and I had people read it, they would agree with at least nine of them. Wow. I'm not joking. Have you ever heard of the Help My Own Belief podcast? I'm sorry, I'm not talking to my mic here, but yeah, have you ever heard of the Help My Own Belief podcast? (laughs) No, no. Their main deal is to get people on that aren't Christians Mm -hmm. and talk to them. They have a lot of Satanists on there. That's uh, one person was talking about the tenants. Yeah. And that was blowing everybody away hearing them because it's like, yeah, that all makes perfect sense. Right, right. I agree with that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's look them up. Mm-hmm. It's it. You know, if anything, and this is this is usually one of the last things I say to somebody who's asking me about Christianity. You know, I say if anything you take away from this, if you look at Jesus' life, mm-hmm. and look at the way Jesus lived his life, and the way the people around him lived their lives, mm-hmm. it is a great lifestyle. Yeah, giving caring, loving, 
committing. You know, it is a great standard of living. If anything you take away from Christianity, mm-hmm. it should be those core things. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe if you can actually live that way, you will start to understand the heart of Jesus and right. God and everything like that. Right. So when, once you get into it and once you start to boil it down, Christianity is just a great style, you know, standard of living. Mm-hmm. And if anything, go with that. Yeah. Can I save people? No, I can't. Mm-mm. No. And I cannot stand it when Chris says, oh, I saved that person over there. You showed them a door. You, you, can, <laughs> you can lead somebody to Jesus, but you can't save them. Right. right. Yeah, it's right. their choice. Yeah. To be Absolutely. saved. Absolutely. And, you know, I just, that's why, that's why I go into this stuff. I go into these lives and I'm like, I'm learning about people, number one. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus do? Jesus went to where the people were. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Jesus Jesus sat in with people that, you know, tax collectors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tax collectors were the bad people of the day because they had the power and the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's 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 uh that's why they bring they're brought up a lot in the mm-hmm. New Testament. Yeah. Now, were they all bad? Probably not. But you know, they're they're the IRS. They're the government. Yeah. They are the first first people of the government that I see all the time. Mm-hmm. Back then, anyway. Yeah. Right. And well, Jesus literally just wanted to go to them. Right. And the the Jewish tax collectors were almost betraying their people. Yeah. Because they were working for the Roman government, so and then they were oftentimes stealing and swindling. And yeah. charging people more for taxes and stuff like that. So, right. yeah, the the Jewish tax collectors specifically were like looked down on even more than just your general Roman tax collector. Right, right. you're going against your own peoples. Yeah, it's like uh, the Chosen series. How they show that really well. How people were so hateful towards Matthew because he was the tax collector. They showed that part really well. He he didn't he wasn't screwing people over. But I mean that we know of. That we know, know of. right? That yeah. We know and of. and the way I've always understood it, when you know, tax collectors back in the day, back in that time period, they would, you know, the government would tell them, "Hey, you need to collect X amount from each person, mm-hmm. but we're not going to pay you. Mm-hmm. So when you collect it, you charge on top of that. As long as we get our cut, we don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why a lot of them were just they were horrible because. Yeah, that's what, what they did. Whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. So you know, you'll touch ten shekels. I want fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get five on top of the ten, mm-hmm. and no, you know, the government's none the wiser, or they just don't care as long as they got what they're mm-hmm. supposed to get. Yeah, yep. you know. So, all right, <laughs> that almost sounded like a main topic going on there. To be yeah. honest with you, don't invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think something that I wanted to kind of bring up is uh, I, I forget what I was listening to one day, but all of a sudden it popped in my head that too many people think that I have to do this, this, and this, and then I'll be accepted into heaven or then I'll be good in God's eyes and all this stuff. And I was thinking about that, and then I got the uh, this popped in my head that I was saying, um, when are you going to realize that no matter what you do, what you say, you will never be enough. And there's only one person that was enough, and that was Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. And he sacked him. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. 
so that we could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, 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 I stopped right there. That's what a lot of people like to do. Stop it right there. Used my point, walk away. But they always forget to finish it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just hit my head, though. It's like, yeah. no matter what I do, like when I went to Acts, we were in our study group with Holly. We were going over Acts 10 last night. And that one showed that, you know, the sacrifice of Jesus wasn't just for the Jews. It was for the Gentiles as well, which is a big thing. Because I remember when I first read through that one and actually sat there, read it and studied it, then I realized that, you know, it was for me too. Like I I was already Christian, but like it hit different. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Especially hearing Peter talk. Yeah. But it's the fact that no matter what you do, you're you're never enough by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You need to put your faith in Christ and accept Him. And uh, what is that? It's in Matthew somewhere where it said, "You will," uh, where it goes, "I I said, Lord, Lord, cast out demons in Your name." Mm. But you know, t- Jesus will say, "Turn away from me, be gone, Satan." Sheep and the yeah, goats. yeah. The Sheep and it's the, goats. the the verse that says, "You say to be Lord, Lord, but I never knew you." Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's Matthew. It is. It's Matthew. We actually read it last night. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the verse is. It's like. Eight. It's in Matthew eight, I believe. Is it eight twenty seven? Maybe, like maybe eight twenty seven, eight twenty eight, something like that. I've got a computer. Yeah. Give me a sec. I was trying to find my my Bible app. Gosh. So. What happened to all the sword drills that we used to? Do? <laughs> Come on. Oh, I I have yeah, a. It's all here. I have <laughs> I have so much trouble remembering scripture references like i can remember the scripture oh yeah but then i can't remember the reference for the life of me it's not 827 827 is a legion oh (laughs) so totally different 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 yeah but i saw a tiktok that was talking about that um because we're gonna our top our main topic today is gonna be about hell oh goodness and these two did a lot of studying on it i didn't have a lot of time so they're gonna lead that but a met why the demons. Hell? <laughs> What's that? So why would you want to study hell? You need to. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that if you're not uh, following Christ and going to eternal salvation, you will be in eternal damnation. And he- uh, heaven is so beyond our imagination, hell is the exact same. We can't imagine it. No. It's way worse than anything we could ever imagine. But I'll get back to the whole pig thing. Oh. Pigs. I found it. Matthew uh, 7, 21 through 23. But not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, we did not pro- did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not drive out demons in your name and perform many miracles? Yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Yep. I couldn't yeah. remember. We read it last night. What she said. And then yep. I w- will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So what's interesting about that one is I was talking to a couple of Catholics at work. Uh-huh. And stuff I was bringing up, it was kind of blowing their minds. Cause like, well, we never heard our priest say that. We never heard him say this up there. And I was telling them, like, you need to get in your Bible mm-hmm. and look at it yourself. I'm like, yes, there are differences between the Catholic Bible and the Protestant Bible. Like, there's seven more books in the Catholic Bible. They have a couple more verses, a couple more chapters. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the gist of it's still the same, for the most part, anyway. Yeah, it is. Except you get to Daniel in chapter 13. He kills a dragon, which is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you ever looked that up. Uh, he, <laughs> he kills a dragon that the Babylonians were worshiping. Huh. They call him, see, this is our living God. And then he makes up like some something that the dragon would find tasty, but he fills it with hair. So he clogs up his bowels. Huh. 
Huh. And then it talks about the dragon like explodes out basically. Huh. Interesting. And then they throw him in the den of lions. Huh. Yeah. There's there. There's many references to uh, either dragons or dinosaurs within the Bible. Yep. If people would just look for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were called dragons before they were called dinosaurs, or before they, you know, the behemoth, Leviathan, and, mm-hmm. and Job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah, dinosaur is a new term. It is. It's a relatively new term. Yep. Um. But yeah. But yeah, back to the pigs. Uh, I keep going on tangents here. <laughs> so, Legion begged the not to be sent to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't don't send me away. Uh, put me. Let me go to the herd of pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he runs. Yeah. Them to... And and the interesting. <laughs> yeah. Then they go off. Go off the cliff. <laughs> don't send me away. Put me in those. And then he runs them off the cliff into the water and kills them. Where does he go from there? The interesting thing about, about that scripture, one of the one of the videos we were watching last night talked about the word used for hell in that scripture. I think it was Tartara. Tartarus. Tartarus. And that refers to the place that is created just for the angels to be tortured and tormented. Yep. And that's where the, the demon's like, nope, nope, don't send us here. Don't <laughs> send us here. It was a place for specific... Angels. Ain't fallen angels yes. to go. Yes. And they were chained chained in darkness. Yes. Yep. And, and sep- all the other yeah, all the other demons that talk about her like, Oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah. That, no, no, no. Yeah. It was a well known place. It's a horrible and place. Like, don't no, don't send us yeah. here. That's yeah. that's the hell hell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Solitary hell. Well and and that's outside of the presence of God and that's I think part of what's yeah. the scariest part. Well yeah, the mm-hmm. eternal absence of God. Mm-hmm. You know, is that's what that's all, almost always been the way that I have viewed hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plain and simple. It doesn't matter to me if it's going to be torture and pain and suffering. It's just the eternal absence. Mm-hmm. There is no chance yeah. coming back. Yeah. It's going to be eternal darkness. There's he, God is the breath, so there's no air. Right. Yeah. There, there's it's, you're going to be suffocating the entire time, and it says it's going to last eternity. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's going to be no reprieve. From your torment, and your torment doesn't always have to be you're getting tortured like you've seen all the movies and where it's like human torture, what we did did to each other in the medieval ages. It's going to be far worse. I, almost, yeah, it, it'll be unimaginable. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, proceed. Proceed. <laughs> proceed. I, I don't want to go off on a tangent. You'll, you'll yeah. stop me. Uh, this is kind of what we do. The <laughs> podcast is just kind of. Oh well, you want? Yeah, this. I don't okay. Know if ever, I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast. I, I've, I've 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 uh, I've looked and uh, paid attention for as long as my uh, you know circus monkeyness will allow me. <laughs> um, get my little tambourines out and just kind of never. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah. Last episode, it was like for the first hour was nothing but laughing and having a good time, and then we got biblical. Yeah. And it got really good, and she like laid down the word, <laughs> and it was good. Mm-hmm. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There should be more of a fellowship thing when you guys gather than we're gonna stick to a script and everything's oh. gonna be fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's times we've come in here thinking we're gonna talk about a certain topic and stick to it and then we've gone completely the opposite direction. Yep. Yep. I've I've had this almost a similar discussion, you know, is is hell in the Bible and this and that mm-hmm. with some people live and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I think there's a general misconception of what hell is, is yeah. specifically in the Bible. Because mm-hmm. the Bible does and doesn't talk about hell. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. The way we here in Western Christianity view it mm-hmm. is usually more 
of a Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. which has nothing to do with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yep, the fire and the pitchforks, and right. the demons. Right. And the mm-hmm. devil so I've never, I've never read that. Dante's Inferno. Neither have I, but you see it in the movies, like mm-hmm. you were just talking yep. about. You see it within the biblical literature that's out there, mm-hmm. and they suddenly feel like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in... no, no, no. It's no, not. No. Yeah. You know where we were just talking, the eternal absence of God, the mm-hmm. eternal this yep. and this. Yep. And the darkness, the- there's darkness mentioned, there's cold, there's right. fire. So it's going to be dark, cold, and there's going to be fire. There's going to be wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's literally, yeah, wailing and gnashing of teeth. Which, you know, means lots of unpleasantness. Uh, yeah, you just uh, look up the little clip of uh, what, uh, the rich man and Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I, I think they did... However long ago that was, that was a few decades ago. I think that clip was done. They did a really good job. That guy, that actor, showing like his torment, mm-hmm. and you know, just a drop of water mm-hmm. is all he wanted to try to satisfy himself. But right, right. every time I see that one, I, I get emotionally struck by that performance. Right, you know, and I run into this a lot. And I'm not saying I'm a biblical scholar by any means whatsoever, but online. I run into it a lot. Well, no, no, it says this. I'm like, you're referring to the pit that was outside of a town that they were talking about. Mm -hmm. You're referring to this that wasn't actually a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a thought process and things like that. And again, not a scholar. Mm -hmm. Just read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you can use your imagination from the text. Don't use your imagination from somebody's word coming from the text. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of misconceptions. A lot. A lot of people think that Satan is in charge of hell, mm-hmm. which he's not. Nope. They think you know that the demons are going to be in there torturing you, which they're going to be tortured, tortured as well. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to be having a party while you know you're mm-hmm. being tortured. They're all. Everyone that's going to be in hell is going to be tortured. And part of that, the biggest part of that to me, I think, is just the complete absence of God, like what you were saying, Dave. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most terrifying part to me, is not being able to sense God's presence. Because even before you're a Christian, God touches your life. You don't always see it. You don't always understand it. A lot of people um, say that it's just coincidence, or, you know, right. something just happened, or, you know, whatever. Um, but it, God is present God is has always been present for as long as we've been alive since before we were created, you know. Mm-hmm. And people don't know what the absence of God is. They think they want the absence of God. Right. And it's usually based on, uh, number one, a human feeling, and number two, what they felt from other humans, right. not what they felt yeah. from God. Right. Um, and I, I've run into that so many times with with people that have, uh, you know, they left the church. Well, they're just judgmental. I'm like, well, they're in the right place because mm-hmm. this is where they learn not to be. Right. You know, we all have a past mm-hmm. and maybe they're looking at you going, I am so thankful that I am not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're perceiving it that, you know, that is a judgment that they're making on themselves, but you're perceiving it as towards you. Right. And maybe they're trying to think of ways that they can come up and say, hey, I could possibly help you. Get through this if you want the help. God bless you. Thanks. Holy cow, that was, that was loud. loud. <laughs> I tried not to be. I about jumped. <laughs> so, you know, that's bringing that all together and everything like that. It's, mm. yeah. So, 
Well, you guys did the studying. So how'd you want to lead us on this? Going to school, Honestly, what we did was we just went through some of the scriptures, um, and then we watched some videos of different pastors and their different points of view. And there are different different points of view on hell. There are, um, and from just from the scriptures itself, you can derive a bunch of these different views. I'm not sure personally exactly what I understand about it because there's there's not very much information on it. Jesus spoke about it more than it was spoken about in the Old Testament. Right. I know that. Uh, but every time that he brings it up, it's uh, most of the time it's in a very parable-like way. Right. Yeah, that's so, how he taught in parables. Right, yeah. So it's it's not... It's not plain in in the way that some of the other uh, other biblical principles are plain, but the uh, hell is spoken about more than heaven is in the Bible, which is hmm. very interesting. That's something. I didn't know that. That's something that I didn't know. One of the uh, pastors that I was listening to, he was saying how many times hell was mentioned and how many times heaven was mentioned. And I, I wonder don't, what the concordance. I don't remember what that. the numbers right. of times it was, but hell is mentioned significantly more, and it makes sense because this is where you don't want to go. This is where, mm -hmm. yeah, where you don't want to go. And a lot of churches today don't preach on hell at all. Yeah, they just preach on the love of God and the prosperity of God, which. That stuff is true, and that stuff is important, but if people don't understand why they need to believe what they believe, why we need to reach people, they're not going to care about going out mm -hmm. and reaching the lost and keeping people from being eternally separated from God, eternally punished for their sins. And the really scary thing is that uh, when you get into the book of Revelations and they talk about the throne of judgment— and they, the, white, the white throne and the judgment after the reign of the 10,000 year reign of the Messiah, uh, they talk about how if you know what you're supposed to do and you don't do it, your punishment is going to be greater mm -hmm. than, the per, than the person that did not know mm. in the judgment. So if you're in church and you're hearing all of this stuff and you know what you're supposed to do, but you're not saved, you're going to be punished even harsher. There's going to be a different level of punishment for you for not doing what God wants you to do and not yeah. being in a relationship with God and for not following Christ and not accepting Christ. It would be better for you to not know. Yes, it would be better for you to not know. And then it also says everybody that is um, judged thus and their book is or their name is not in the book of life they will be thrown into the lake of fire mm -hmm. and it die the second death now some people think that that means that they have an nihilist view that once that happens people are gone but then there's the other view that because Sorry. because the bible says <laughs> eternal torment that they're not dead. They're just stuck in that eternal torment. Mm. So I'm not sure where I land on that because it's It'd be interesting to go back and see what the uh, the Greek and the Hebrew says about that. yeah and break, and the, break that down. Yeah, um, and one of the pastors that I was listening to, he was talking about um, I think it was the Greek 
for the word that talks about destroying mm. uh, and the, the the second death. And I don't remember what what the word was, but he was saying that that word is used in several other places in the Bible, and it's in reference to breaking things, uh, things being lost, uh, things being destroyed. But it it's not always true destruction. Right. So the context there may not be actual destruction. So falling into the agape conversation all over again, it means this and this and this and this and yeah. you know, each word for it, but it has to be the specific specific one for blah blah blah. But yeah Sorry. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's very interesting and with it being with everything being translated and the different versions of the Bible. Like we looked at the same verses in uh, NIV, New King James. I think he has New American Standard is what you were reading out of last night. Yeah. And the message, and I think the Living Bible. And we were we were comparing different versions because some of some of the versions don't even say hell in some of the scriptures that were right were yeah. listed. Um, so, and a lot of a lot of those references to hell are shale. About but, death, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so. I don't know. It's it's something. It's a topic that I need to dip, dig into even more. But I would definitely say, uh, you know, m- make sure you're really in tune with God before you start really digging into this. Especially if you're going to start citing other sources. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, when I when I started getting into, and again, I'm going to go back to the TikTok thing because mm-hmm. it's the, it's it's the thing right now. Yeah. But when I started, you know, getting in on these lives. Mm-hmm. I had to check myself. Oh, yeah. I was like, am I ready for this? Yeah. Because I do not want to be swayed from my faith. Am I strong right. enough in my faith right. to study this, to do this, to be able to go out to where these people are, the LGBTQ community, the you know, the drunkards, the whatever, atheists, whatever they are, mm-hmm. they're human. Right, right. They're people, and they are God's people. Yeah. Right. End of story. Right. And that's that's where I need to go. But if I'm going to go do this, I cannot stumble along the way. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you if know, you stumble, you're going to take other people with you. Absolutely. That you're supposed to influence. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's something that um, is definitely not very clear in a right. lot of respects. And a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on it. But the one thing that was consistent through like all the different things I was reading and digging into the scriptures is that there are different words that are being used. Mm-hmm. There are different things that, th- that are being referenced. And in some translations, New, uh, King James, New King James specifically, um, I think most of those uh, reference, most of the scriptures refer to hell and it's like four different words. It's uh, Sheol, the Tartarus, the Hades, and uh, the the valley that's in Jerusalem. Gehenna. Gehenna, yeah, and the other one. So um, with all of those different words being referenced, I, I actually want to look at more of like the Greek and the Hebrew and right. the, trans, the direct translations and see what Hades what is all more of, of a is. nod to the, uh, the Greek crowd. Who, right. Uh, you know, with their, with their, uh, you know, um, their theism and everything like right. that. They mm-hmm. understand what right. that is. Um, you know, 
taking the words to what they are, if you want to be word specific, mm -hmm. mentioning specific places mm -hmm. where they would take their trash and burn mm -hmm. it, where they would take their dead mm -hmm. and, you know, get rid of it and everything like that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it gives more of a visual to understand. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that place. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jesus yeah. used that, that word. Right. So, you know, that, that, that's another thing you have to completely understand when you get into the reading of the Bible is mm -hmm. you really need to know the time, the place, mm -hmm. and what yeah. you're referencing. Yeah. Because if you, once you start going from translation, I did it too. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Translation to translation to translation because we have so many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're constantly updating because our words evolve. Right. They do, especially in the English, excuse me, we don't speak English, we speak American. Right. We right. don't. It's, yeah, it's, it's different American. than British. It's yeah. very much so yeah. different than the King's English. Okay. Yeah, it's American English. Okay. Um, but Screw the King's English. <laughs> <laughs> 1776. Here we go. I'm going about that. There was a guy who America. said, uh, someone was asking him, so what's your problem with Britain? He's like, I don't got any issues, but you know, if we want to, we start at 1776. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But it was a yeah. Canadian asking. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I had a Canadian one time say, hey, can I get your John Hancock? <laughs> I went, what? He goes, your signature. I'm like, you're Canadian. <laughs> the fact that you know that yeah, is, is, is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you gained a couple points of respect right. on that one. You're a good guy, eh? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maple syrup. <laughs> Hockey. I, 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 I like maples. Anyway, um, but, you know, you start back with, you know, even going back to the Geneva Bible before the King James. Mm -hmm. Okay, first Bible with chapter and verse and everything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. That was a new thing. They're like, oh, boy, wow. Yeah. You know, Tisdale Bible. And then you come up to the King James and then you get to, the, you know, mm -hmm. fast forward to new King James and everything yeah. like that. And I hear Christians today, oh, the King James is the best. I'm like, mm, no. no. They're like, why? I'm like, it's, it's not because it's incomplete. Mm -hmm. Well, why is it incomplete? It was made before the Dead Sea Scrolls came out. Yeah, before they were discovered. Before they, but they, before they were rediscovered. Mm -hmm. yep. So that we had a better understanding of what was going on in the time. Nothing against the King James. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great yeah. it's great chapter verse. It's mm -hmm. a lot of these and thou's and thou shalt and sh whatevers. Yeah. And yeah. Um, more power to you. I'm not Shakespeare. Okay, mm -hmm. and I don't mind reading it from time to time because it gets you to really pay attention to what they're saying because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to read that. But, <laughs> um, you know, if I want to understand it, mm -hmm. okay, give me a Bible that I can read and get it right now and mm -hmm. then I'll go to a concordance and then, then I'll start going from, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, know, all the way through it. That's why yeah. I try to get people to go to the NLT or their NIV. I prefer Those are the easiest myself, yeah. for me. I grew up on that. So. Like the first time I went through the whole Bible, it was NIV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now I'm in the NLT, and I'm actually understanding stuff through the NLT that I didn't get in the NIV. Right. Which yeah. that's another good thing to go through. And like yeah. you were doing and going through multiple different trans yeah. translations, transiterations, whatever they say. And because there's sometimes like, well, I read that. It kind of makes sense. Let's go look at this version. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I like to look at multiple versions, especially when it's a topic like this that is not easily understood and highly contested. Right. I like to look at, at the different translations and see how the same words were translated because it kind of gives you, depending on the translations, because sometimes the translations are so different, it's hard to yeah. match them up. But, um, 
depending on the trans the translations, it makes it a lot easier to get a whole picture of. And I just did it. Ah, <laughs> Chris, it's three your out of four. Oh, nope, a whole picture of what's going on and what's being said and what's being addressed, and it does really help if you know the culture and right. the, oh, yeah. the situation and Absolutely. all of that. Absolutely. So study Bibles are great for that. Uh, yeah, they they give you like the surrounding context. Like I had this um, MacArthur uh, New King James Study Bible that I completely wore out. Like I I read it so much, like all the pages started falling apart, and I finally threw it away because it was just <gasps> no. I know, I know sacrilege. <laughs> I know, but it was it was it's, I, I it, lost. It's it's a book. It's okay. I lost pages, and uh, I was like, it's. It's not complete. Yeah. I can't. We need to stop use it anymore. Right <laughs> hey, all I got to say is, don't make the book your idol. Oh there no! There you go. Right. In yeah. First okay. Samuel, the Israelites made the Thank Ark you. their idol, yep. the Ark of the Covenant yep. their idol, and they lost to the Philistines yep. badly. It, it did make me sad though, because it was the first Bible I bought for myself as an adult, and yeah. I just like I completely. Wait, you're an adult. <laughs> what is going on here? I know, crazy, right? <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Uh, a Pokemon shirt and you call yourself an adult. I know. It's great. <laughs> I think we've all worn Pokemon shirts on I here so far. <laughs> I have Pokemon on my phone. Yeah. I figure with your son you'd have more Pokemon merch. Nope. Because he's always, like, throwing out Charizard. Yeah, he loves and, Charizard. Uh, which I'm down with that. That's my favorite Pokemon. Chespin. Sorry, we interrupted you, Stacey. That's okay. I but, I, but I think my favorite version of the Bible right now is the Amplified because it gives extra context to the scriptures. My mom fell in love with that Bible when it first came out. Yeah. Amplified Bible all the way. I like it because it, it does. It gives you extra context to what's going on, more uh, descriptions and extra um, definitions for certain words. Mm-hmm. So it kind of kind of fills out what's going on and what the scriptures are trying to say. I hated that Bible. <laughs> it, was, it was huge, heavy, and I'm like, this is just more reading. I don't want this. <laughs> so hell, is that one real place, fire, cold, darkness, no air, away from God's presence. My deal is, so there's been people that obviously have had visions of heaven, seen what that's like. There's also been the people that have claimed to have gone to hell where they've seen what they're calling demons. So what I'm kind of wondering, hell was created for the fallen angels, which have also been called, they're called demons or various other things in the Bible. What if those creatures they're seeing aren't the demons? What if they're part of the tormentors? Like what if they were created, they're another being, they're not the fallen angels, but their job is the torment. And torture. I mean... As long as those visions that they're having are real. Um, so I won't, won't put God in a box. So I won't say that God can't do that. That God can't create beings specifically for that. But I don't think that the things that people see about hell and seeing tormentors and stuff like that is actually biblical. I didn't find anything that specifically um, referred to tormentors, just that you will be tormented. Now, that can be a, a torment of your own making. That can be yeah. it, that could be completely in your mind. 
you know, uh, you may not be able to move, you may not be, you know, you may be able to fill things, but not be able to do anything. I mean, there's so many different ways that people can be tormented. And just with the fact that every person is going to have their own judgment based on what they knew and what they did with what they know, who says that the punishments that are in hell are not individualized? So if yeah. you have a fear of spiders, Nope. You know, I'm Ron Weasley on that, that one. I'm that, just saying that that could that, <laughs> where my mind went right there. I say that could be your torment. Yeah. So could, could be more of an uh, individualized thing, or be like, yeah. I had the thought maybe it's all the sins that you did, they're being put back onto you ten a thousand, ten times a thousand fold. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that a couple of the pastors that I listened to said is that. The people that go to hell are eternally going to be in hell for the various reasons are because they hate God uh, is one of them. They didn't choose, you know, God. And also that they will continue to sin in hell, which I hadn't thought of that as even a possibility. But if you're eternally separated from God, there's nothing that's going to persuade you or Mm -hmm. nudge you to do the right thing. So... You can can continue to sin. That does make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know if that's a hundred percent biblical, but I wonder what Frank's thought on that would be. But yeah, that that we was... should add that to our list of questions. <laughs> we have ninety seven questions, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that you that the people that are in hell will continue to sin and continue to curse God because they are you know in torment and you know not in a good place and all of that, so. Added. (laughs) (laughs) And now everybody's going to get notifications. Yeah, I just, I saw it pop up. (laughs) Somebody just invited me to a live. (laughs) Oh. Oh, goodness. I'm doing a live, or well, thing. Podcast, yeah, I I haven't figured out yet how I can get the switcher plus the mixer to the computer to do live stuff yet. I haven't had enough time to try to figure that out. I don't know if all this would jive anyway because the mixer stuff will, well, not the switcher stuff only works with Apple products, so I don't know. Yeah. There's, Someday there, maybe. There's your problem right there. Well, <laughs> I, I have a webcam that I can go through USB C and have it set up to see all of us at once, and I'd probably be able to go do live stuff that way, but no. Yeah. Have everybody on the same side of the table. <laughs> well, it's like um, I think Frank's got a room over here. He's trying to set up like kind of like a podcast type room. Mm-hmm. And I told Zach he should kind of do like a wide V, almost an obtuse angle. Mm-hmm. That way you can still like talk to the person but mm-hmm. have one camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're not having to switch all the time. Smart. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that room's big enough to have a camera that goes out that far or you have to have a really wide lens on it. But yeah, I think it'll work rather well. And I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody remember that song from the 90s? It's my United States of whatever. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I was about to feel really old. I was a a kid in the 90s, so. Oh, that's right. You're a youngin. Yeah. I'm I'm the youngest one in the room. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I I graduated in 2000, so I'm just sold. Okay, so you're the same age as me. Oh, God. (laughs) I graduated in 2010. Chris? You're talking about high school graduation. Yes. Okay. You were like 191, weren't you? 91. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, my wife graduated 2010. I get you. See, I graduated <laughs> 2002 as well, I should say. Oh. But that was college. So. <laughs> what they called college back then. Was yeah. it still a state college or was it UNK? It was UNK. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah. Spell drunk without UNK. Yeah, or <laughs> junkie. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. See, my uh, first, like, real boss, he was a stonemason or whatever you want to call him. He did the concrete work and all that, too. He went to school there when it was still the community college, mm -hmm. the state college. <laughs> and, like, he was telling me he remembers when they brought electricity to Litchfield. Wow. He's, like, only in his 70s, maybe, wow. 70s, low 80s. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, so, it's Litchfield. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Litchfield's a little back backwoods, but... Well, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, it's that's where I graduated. Fourteen people, and one person was from Brazil. So, <laughs> Brazilians. My aunt went to Kearney State College to be a teacher, so we had discussions about that. Was that Delon? Mm -hmm. I assumed because I don't think any of your other aunts are teachers, but no. I don't know. <laughs> no, the other one's a crazy, awesome artist. Mm, that's a skill I wish I had sure. drawing and painting like I could do kind of mediocre stuff I think if I applied myself more I could do better but there's some people that just it's just natural mm -hmm. I can't even draw a stick figure <laughs> she works for Hallmark really mm -hmm. she wow. did greeting cards yeah wow yeah and does she uniforms get, too does she get like a what's that called where you um get a percentage of it royalties I, I would yeah assume, royalties I would does she get a royalty on her card I don't I don't think Hallmark does that. I don't know. No, I don't think they do that. That's I've heard, crappy. I've, if they were smart, they'd give you a flat fee. Because I'll say. That would be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard interesting things about Hallmark. I don't know if they're true, so I don't want to mm. repeat them because they're not positive. <laughs> so. I know that she also designed the uh, football, no, band uniforms for Iowa Hawkeyes and Minnesota is that the college team? Yeah. Okay. She designed their uniforms for the bands back in the 80s. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Kill all the gophers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know any of the college football team names besides the Huskers. And the Jayhawks, but I don't Red. like the Jayhawks. <laughs> Go Big Red. You don't like the Jayhawks? It's good. I don't Not like them either. I'm from Kansas. I liked the Wildcats when I was a kid. But that's just because they were big cats and they were purple. Oh, so yeah, those are the purple ones, aren't they? Yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought we were friends. <laughs> well, I don't actually <laughs> care about... How can we about... be in the same room together? <laughs> I don't actually care about sports, though. It's well. I just like the big cat. And my my uh, brother liked the Jayhawks, so I picked the opposite oh, yeah. one just to mess with yeah. them. Yeah. So yeah. that it's was like, fun. It's like when it comes to the Super Bowl, I always choose the opposite of whoever my friends are going for. Yeah. And then I laugh at them when the, I win. <laughs> I, always go, I always go for the underdog because I don't have a favorite uh, NFL team. I, mean, I, like, I don't mind the, the Raiders. If I had to choose, it would be them, but I don't go around sporting their stuff. Not like the hat that I got on. But, <laughs> you know, it's, I was, you know, if I don't like either team, I go for the underdog. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I like sport. But, I think uh, NFL wise, I'd have to go, Ra <laughs> I'd have to go Ravens if I was going to go NFL. But I think that's just an influence I had when I was on the East Coast doing training for the Army. I was in like Raven territory where they do like here in Nebraska when it's Husker game day, 
it's just a sea of red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ravens do that. Like yeah. that area does it with purple. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they are very passionate fans. Oh, got it. So like, <laughs> I, like we'd all get drawn into it. So the yeah. next, you know, even if you weren't a Ravens fan, you're rooting for the Ravens. Yeah. So well, you're out there in Maryland do, doing your uh, training or? Yeah. Right on. Right on. That's where I did my uh, diesel tech school for the army. Yeah. You know, inter- inter- uh, side note with the with the uh, with the army. Do you know where they do their cold weather training at? Um, up north in Alaska. No. Maine. It gets colder in Maine than it does in Alaska. Interesting. Huh. I believe it. Think about that. Coming right off the ocean and everything like that. That small area. That's where they do a lot of their cold weather training. Plus, they don't have to go across another country. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm probably just thinking of my buddies that were stationed in Alaska. Well, yeah, so yeah. They yeah. first did their cold weather training. Right, right. Yeah, but for the uh, underlings that don't get stationed in places like that when they do cold weather training, yeah. ship them up to Maine. Huh, that's interesting. I can see that. Yep. Yeah. Coming off the ocean like that, yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's like what happens off the Great Lakes and everything. You know, you get these... Mm-hmm that massively oh, yeah. cold snap that they're like, yeah, it's the day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I went to Maryland, it wasn't cold, but it was it was the first time I ever experienced like warm slash hot rain. Hmm. Like you were in a really warm, mildly hot shower. And it was a tropical thunderstorm. Oh, right like on. our first uh, PT hmm. session that I had there, we did uh, what, 6120s. So 60 seconds of sprint, 120 seconds of jogging. In a tropical thunderstorm, we're just in a big circle. Yeah. We all had a blast. Mm-hmm. Go out that. and mop the rain. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> well, anything else you guys want to talk about on the topic of hell? Do they have hand baskets? <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Maybe oh, not. We we talked about hell a little bit last podcast, and I'm my TikToks have caught up a little bit now to where I actually getting the last episode in. Uh, before I was like two weeks behind, but they've <laughs> caught up. And somebody said, I like we were talking about how hell is such a horrible place and all that. And the comment went something like, I can't, I can't believe there's people that would believe in, uh, and worship a, a God that would send you to hell. Oh. And I rebuttaled that by saying, he doesn't send you there. It's your choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that that is a common misconception. They're like, "Well, how can a loving God send oh. somebody to hell?" Mm-hmm. And they started getting smart about that one, by the way. But why, God, why would God allow it now, not or condone it? Because God is yeah. holy and God is just, and mm-hmm. God cannot be around sin. Right. So God, if yep. you choose sin over Him, He has to separate you from Himself. He doesn't yep. want to be around it. Period. Right. No, He well, can't. His- his integrity is so high that he follows his rules that he put in place to a T. Yeah. And he will not deviate from it. Yeah. And that's the whole reason he sent Jesus. That's why he sent his son to die for us. Yeah. Right. So that we can be in his presence because we can't. Not if we're full of sin. We can't. For the record, you did say integrity, right? Yes, I said okay. integrity. Okay. <laughs> what would you would you hear? Integrity. Integrity. <laughs> Sorry, may, maybe my like random southern accent popped out a little bit. You're good. I just so, wanted to make sure I heard it right. Yeah. Has anybody yeah. here had like any visions or been to hell or anything? 
I wouldn't say hell, but I told these two about like a a dream I had that I, I would call kind of like a burning bush type moment. Okay. I don't know if you've you you haven't been an avid listener of the podcast, so you probably haven't heard the dream. But in in my dream, I had I was in this kind of it was like a, a very bright room or bright area, and there was this person. I couldn't see their face because it was just so bright, and they were in a robe, and there was two kids or like kid-like figures in front of him, and I heard the person telling the kids basically the entire Bible, the good news, all that stuff, and then he said to the kids, um, what, uh, he said, would like basically, would you follow me or something like that, and the one kid was hesitant, and the other kid was jumping up for joy, and I'm watching this whole thing fold, uh, unfold in front of me. And then the person turned and looked at me and just said, follow me. <laughs> and at, at that moment, I knew exactly who it was in my dream. Okay. So that's the closest thing I could say I've had as a vision. Oh, okay. And I told Holly about that. Like, I went into more depth because I wrote it all down. So, like, yeah, I, I could yeah. pull it up and read the whole thing to you. But right on. Right on. I've never had a hell dream. Okay. I'll say I've never had a hell dream or vision. I've had dreams and visions. I've had dreams that have come true. Um, I've I I know that I've got the gift of prophecy and of I think it's words of knowledge is how it's written, uh, where I will know something beyond knowing it, and it gets verified every time. Good. So. Um, I, I definitely have had those types of experiences where um, it's not something I can explain outside of, you know, God. And even when I was very little, having these experiences, you know, just built my faith more, right. even though I was in a church that didn't believe that those things could still happen. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> you just, you know that, you know that, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> and I've told these guys, and so the, podcast listeners have heard this before, but I, I had a uh, pastor that God would say, I w- we, we, we cleaned the school that he worked at. It was a Christian school. And I had this pastor and I would leave him notes. God would say, write this specific thing down, put this specific scripture on it, put it in his mailbox. I'd go, okay, I do that. He didn't believe that prophecy was for today. He did not believe that words of knowledge were for today, gotcha. that they were still active, that they were real things that still happened. And he would see me at the school or at church and would like walk the other way afterwards <laughs> because I scared the crap out of him oh, yeah. a whole bunch yeah. of times. And he admitted it to my mom years later. He's yeah. like, I don't know how she knew what she knew, but she did. She, every time she always knew that there was something going on. I, I have a hard time with Christians that, uh, you know, they, they go about that thought that thought process mm-hmm. right there. All that stuff that happened back then, it can't happen now. Well, if yeah. that's the same yesterday, today, and forever, why can't it happen now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want, I have the written version of my dream pulled up. Oh. I can oh. read that. I I that can go ahead. So I this was 3-28, so in March of this year mm-hmm. is when this happened. Which is, it was weird I had this dream because I always already considered myself Christian following Christ. But apparently I must have had conflict going on and it had to be figured out. Hmm. So then I showed Holly this. Like I wrote this like I was going to give it to Holly to ask her opinion and stuff on it. Mm -hmm. So I said, I had a dream last night that stood out majorly. 
I was there listening, not like physically, but spiritually, as in I was present, but not physical, not physically with the body. And I could hear Jesus talking to children and telling them all about God, the Gospels, how to behave and live. I, I never heard his name, but I knew who it was. He then asked the two he was talking to to follow him, and would you go with me? One was totally willing with all his heart and ready to go, and the other wanted to follow Jesus but was scared and worried how others would react slash treat this, chi- this child. I knew it was Jesus talking but couldn't look up to see him. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I, I was looking away most of the time. like It was just so bright I couldn't look at him. He wasn't like some physical being in my dream but an overpowering presence that felt of peace and good, almost shown with a kind of... Well, not almost. He was shown with a uh, kind of extremely bright light, similar to if you are looking, if you are in a dark building, and all of a sudden step outside and have to squint real hard in order for the pain of the light to not be so intense. With this light, my dream didn't hurt. Then I felt as if I was being stared at and heard, "Follow me." The follow me's were different. <laughs> I don't know why follow me's were different. The first one to the two, referring to the kids, was kind of more in the line of a question, but the second one was more of a command. Next, my alarm went off and I got ready for work and I was trying to figure this dream out. Like, and then I said, like, are the two children, two conflicting parts of my soul, which I've come to a, um, that yes, it was. And uh, then I said, where it is like one hand and the other hand situation. I know I didn't watch or talk about anything like this at all, ever. I shouldn't have had any kind of influence into this. I don't know what it means, but I will continue to ponder the dream. So now I kind of have an understanding of there was there had to been some kind of conflict mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And then he just showed up and said, follow me. Mm-hmm. Huh. Get out of your confliction. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Stop worrying about what other people think and yeah. just yeah. follow me. Yeah. Because I, I get that all the time at work. I get crud from it being Christian and like get kind of made fun of and stuff, but they're doing it in jest, mm-hmm. but I don't think they realize how much it can kind of hurt, but mm-hmm. it's just like, you know what? Screw it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Christian. Deal with it. Right. Yeah. I used to get made fun of at a Catholic school for believing in God. For what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, carried, I carried my Bible at school. I wasn't Catholic and I got made fun of for believing in God. That doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Well, a lot of a lot of Chris, Christian, I'm going to use quote air quotes, and Catholic schools, oftentimes the students aren't practicing, don't believe in God. Parents send them there. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. My so. my theology teacher, she explained it to me very well. She just passed away recently. Um, I said, uh, you know, I, I looked at her. I'm like, why do they keep making fun of me? They said, she said, Dace, you need to understand that they have one Bible in their house, and it's a family Bible, and most of them can't touch it because it's been passed down. It's got the family tree mm-hmm. in it. I mean, this, this is the scenario that she gave me. She goes, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily taught to carry their Bible with them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay? And they're not necessarily taught to go out and spread the good news. What they get is go to church on Sunday, go to confession when you have to, mm-hmm. make sure that you go up and get your communion, and you're going to get everything from the priest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. They aren't necessarily, I mean, unless you want to go into the brotherhood, the priesthood, or go into be a nun or anything like that, you know, right. or whatever level you want to go through, mm-hmm. you don't have to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they see it as foreign. It's taboo to them mm-hmm. because they did what they had to through catechism mm-hmm. to get confirmed. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so right there, that's what I call it being religious and not following. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And when I called them Christians, they got mad at me. I was like, well, we're all Christians. No, we're Catholic. Do you believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ? Yes, you're Christian. Mm-hmm. Catholic is the side that you're looking on, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you are Christian. And they still argue with me. I'm yeah. getting arguments on TikTok right now about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me all day long. And a lot of them are like, well, Catholic's the only way to go. It's the first one. I think I ticked off some Catholics when I told them they're being pagan by <laughs> praying to other deities instead of just God. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. War, they're they're praying. They're offering sacrifices and all this to like to Mary, to Michael, well, to uh, different archangels. It's like you're not supposed to pray to angels. Uh, y- the Bible does say, you know, the saints will pray for you, mm-hmm. and they've taken. This is this is the way I understand it with, with the Catholics. You know, I went to three years of Central Catholic here in town, and they've taken that as I need to pr- pray to this person to have them pray for me to God. That is my avenue to get to God, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. None shall get to the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. It, but in the Bible, it mm-hmm. still states that the saints will pray for us mm-hmm. while they're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're they're just interceding, mm-hmm. right? And everything like that. So for somebody to carry around a Saint Peter medal, you know, and go, hey, I could really use some prayer right now. You're asking somebody for prayer. Mm-hmm. That's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, Grandma, could you pray for me? You've been dead for 15 years, but could you pray for me? Because that makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. But they've a lot of them have taken it out of context mm-hmm. and said i have to pray to this person i mm-hmm. have to ask the virgin mary to whatever to get to god right and that's the way i've always viewed it mm-hmm. and i'm like you know th- did you did you make your did you make your bible your idol mm-hmm. yeah. did you make your christmas tree your idol mm-hmm. did you do whatever else as your idol hi <laughs> hey. we'll be ra- we'll be wrapping up soon so you know when you start making your money your idol that's when it becomes a problem when you start making these other things that's when it becomes a problem mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. it's just like these other gods there are other gods no matter how you look at it because the bible even says there's other gods i did it twice i hit the microphone twice. <laughs> i've hit it three times okay. I don't feel but, bad. you know biblically there's other gods yeah lowercase g mm-hmm. see that's how we like to differentiate Mm-hmm. Okay, because we claim our God is the God, the oh. God, and God, you know the way we believe it, the way we perceive it, that is the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's why we prefer the capital over the lowercase. Right. This way, we can go. Okay, this is the difference between my God and your God, mm-hmm. and they're going to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Big G, little G mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just how they view it. Yeah. An example in the Bible would be Baal. Right. Mm-hmm. He was a lowercase G God, mm-hmm. which is also referred to as a demon. Right. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's an example. It's right there in the Bible of yep. Baal. Right. Yep. You know, it it struck me when I was a teenager when it when it occurred to me. Somebody pointed out they're like, I was like, "There's no other gods." He goes, "Uh, what? You're a Christian?" I was like, "Well, yeah." He goes, "Where does it say there's no other gods?" 
I was like, in the, he goes, huh? I was like, hold on a sec. It says, I, I know, have no other gods before me. Have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. And anything that you put before God can become your God. Absolutely. Yep. So. Your cell phone, your mm-hmm. tablet, your computer, your car, your football team. Your football team. <laughs> Majorly, there's people that like do straight up like worship rituals to oh, their football team. So yeah, yeah. the football team can be a big idol. Yeah. You just got to be real careful with it. Use your uh, leave tailgating out of this. <laughs> that is food. That's, <laughs> tailgating is fellowship with fellow people of like-minded situations. So if you're all oh, Christians, it's a cult. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it could be I'm some people. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was a delivery driver for years. I can tell you where people are out on Sunday versus where they're out on or Saturday versus Sunday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was a bartender, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the worst place to be on a Sunday too. Right. The worst place to be is working at a restaurant at noon on Sunday. And when yep. the church crowd shows when up. The church crowd shows up. Yep. All of a sudden, they're not very Christianly anymore. They're really not. They're really <laughs> not. And, you know, the most segregated hour throughout the week is Sunday morning service. You ever notice that? What do you mean by that? So people can get that, too. Not just me. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. The most segregated hour throughout the entire week is a Sunday morning church service. Where do you sit? I know sometimes you guys are up in the sound booth and whatnot, but <laughs> where do you normally sit at? Do you move? Or do you got a spot? Oh, we usually sit wherever. We right. don't sit in the right. same place. I'm right. usually in one of the middle right. sections. Right. But it's usually a few rows back and in a certain place. And if somebody's sitting there, what is your first thought? I'm going to go find an empty row. I don't care. I mean, right. Or I'll find people that I know. And but I know by. a lot like, of you, people You can do. tell. They're always there. They get to their spot. Mm-hmm. And that's their spot. Mm-hmm. And nobody else sits around them except for the people they want to sit around them. Yeah. Sunday morning, when you come to church, look. Mm-hmm. Now that I've opened up your, your nugget about it. Oh, yeah. Look. Because in the jobs that I've done within our church, I have to pay attention to things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know where things are at. Mm-hmm. And it will blow your mind mm-hmm. when you start seeing that. Oh, yeah. I could, I could touch. I could go through the entire service for you and make it seem like it's a scheduled thing. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I I've noticed that just mm. working back in at, the, at the screens because right. I can see where everybody is all the time. Right. Yeah, it's always the same people in the same yeah. spots. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. has their own spots. I mean, me, I don't care. We'll sit in the back. We'll sit in the front. We'll sit right. in the middle. We're sit any mm-hmm. you know because Chris and I don't care. Right. But right. yeah, a lot of people are very much like that. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. somebody comes in and sits in their spot, especially an older couple, like, what are you doing sitting in my spot? Mm-hmm. Welcome to church. Get out of my chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's the same thing with the parking spots, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. For me, with my stigmatism, and I'm half deaf, it seems like I just I was gonna be like in the middle, right, and as close as I can get, right, right. Otherwise, I, mean, I don't care. Otherwise, there's health reasons. I get it, yeah. mm-hmm. but if you stop to think about it, the single most segregated hour throughout the week mm-hmm. is a Sunday morning church yeah. service, mm-hmm. yeah, and it never should be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I used to um, when I was helping out with the youth group. Um, I had everybody turn around. I started preaching at the front and I walked all the way to the back and I started talking from the back of the room so they would have to turn around so that the people at the back were now the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get you out of your box, dude. Smart, mm-hmm. yeah. Get you out of your box. Mm-hmm. Just get out of your comfort zone. That's yep. right. Yep. You know, you're not, 
being a comfortable Christian, I don't think you're getting anywhere in life. It's no. the most dangerous place to be. I think so. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you get comfortable, you get complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get complacent, yeah. you make mistakes. Yeah. Right. Or it's, just don't try. It's okay yeah. to be comfortable occasionally, but we shouldn't be always comfortable. Right. It's better to be out of our comfort zone and doing things that right. you're ne- not necessarily interested in doing, you know. You know, with, with my... Uh, with my autoimmune thing that I got going on right now that is seriously limiting me on a lot of things. That's why I've been going on the lives is to get more interaction because I yeah. can't get out much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's gotten me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. because now I'm talking to people. It's a little bit easier because it's a screen, mm-hmm. but they're still there and it's human interaction. Right. Yeah. And I do not know anything about these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to say or yep. what they're going to do mm-hmm. or anything yep. like that. Yep. And... That just, that puts you into a different reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, that's why I don't mind having like atheists on here or whatever. We haven't had anyone else besides an atheist. When, mm-hmm. well, someone that's on the fence and an atheist. Right. Uh, and my, well, no, she hasn't really been on here. So never mind. Like I said, she just kind of made a quick appearance. But uh, where's I going with this? Atheist. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind having them on there because it, it does bring a different viewpoint up. They ask right. good questions, and we can right. try to answer them. We had mm-hmm. a whole episode where questions what, from an atheist. Yeah, yeah. questions I, from an atheist. I, I, I love that episode. Mm-hmm. But um, something just popped into my head. You've probably thought of this. <coughs> so you have your autoimmune issue. Yeah, you're getting more on TikTok. You're out there more. You're hitting lives. You're putting out lots of good stuff. I I watch just about everyone I see well, as long as I have time. But. It, it, what's happening there t- in my eyes is God's taking what the enemy meant for evil, right. your mm-hmm. your issue, and turning it for good by may, by this instance is forcing you to kind of get out there on the social media more. Right. Mm-hmm. And who knows what lives you might be changing? Who knows what right. seeds are getting planted? Right. Mm-hmm. And people are turning and asking questions, and it might take a while for them to come to come to God and to come to Jesus. But it's probably going to happen, right? Um. One of the first things I tell people when I get on a live, if they ask me if I'm Christian, I was like, yes. I said, I am not here to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Anything I can talk you into, somebody can talk you out of. Right. Oh, yeah. And 100%. as soon as you say that, they go, oh, well, that makes sense. I'm like, I'm not here. If you want to see my life, start looking at what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I'm putting it on here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. a Christian, um, you know, that old, was that old Petra song, Christian should be seen and not heard. Hmm. Okay. Um, there's a time to be heard, mm-hmm. but there's a time to be always seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you don't have to use your voice mm-hmm. all right. the yep. time. Yeah. And if you want to know anything about Christ, watch me live my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. End of story. I mean, you're not going to get to see it daily. Right. Yeah. Yep. But anything I put out there, no, don't get me wrong. I will edit my videos. Okay, if I don't like what I can go through right now and I can show you the six videos I made before I took the one that I was going to put on there. But they're all very similar. You know, as I'm talking, I notice something come flying out of my mouth and I don't want you guys to see that. Mm -hmm. You know, or as I'm talking, my dog jumps up and tries to knock things over. Well, you know, little things like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you, you see the end product. And it's genuinely what I wanted to put out that day or what I felt needed to go out that day. Mm-hmm. I called out Christians the other day. <clears throat> Good. We've Tick, done it. TikTok Christians. I called them out. And you can go look it up. But what it boils down to is stop telling people they're going to hell. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. 
Mm-hmm. I think you said that last podcast. You know, yeah. end of story. Yeah. Just stop doing it because number one, you're pushing them away. Mm-hmm. Number two, that's not on you to decide. Yeah. Right. We don't know until we get there. Right. Yeah. Even as Christians, look it up. Even as Christians, we can live our lives, mm-hmm. but until we get there, we're not going to know. Yep. Because it's on God yep. to decide for us. Yep. One way or the other. Your name is either in the book of life or it's not. Is mm-hmm. or isn't. There's no on the fence. Yep. Yep. Hot, cold, lukewarm, spit you out. Yep. You, he'd rather you be hot or cold than lukewarm. You're going to be spit out if you're lukewarm. Precisely. Yep. So what I was doing and people, oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Oh, a lot of my atheists, <laughs> they're like, that was awesome. I'm like, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to call you out for not believing, I'm going to call them out for doing it wrong. Right. Yep, just like I'm Paul. sorry I pointed right at you. <laughs> I, okay. I, that was like right at you. <laughs> it's okay. But, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, what the, wonder what the AI is going to do with that right there. It's probably going to pull out a <laughs> clip and be like, Christians calling each other out on podcasts. <laughs> you know, violence yeah, just, yeah, just like, Paul, like, like you said, what, like what, what Paul did. Yeah. You know? I, well, and see, that's the thing. I want to be called out. If I do something wrong, if I'm doing something or saying something that's going to lead somebody astray, I want to be called out. Right. I absolutely want to be called out. I know I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. So I will gladly take that. You got that on recording, right? (laughs) A woman said she's not perfect. (laughs) I said it last week, too. Oh, wow, twice. I'm I'm just playing. I'm just playing. There's there's plenty of women out there that uh, know the truth. We are not. None of us. None of us. None of us are perfect. Yep. Yep. So... All right, we are coming up on an hour and 40 minutes right now. What? I know we need to start getting ready for the next event. Thank God you did not ask me to ask questions. <laughs> I've got a ton of them, and I'm pretty sure you don't want to go that way on your on your specific <laughs> night. We will talk about them when there are no microphones live. <laughs> I don't know. We've talked about some random stuff before on here. When you get a chance, just pull up some of our podcasts sometime. Yeah. We, okay. we've, she called... Uh, what Luke Skywalker, a crotchety old bastard in one podcast, which is pretty hilarious when it yeah. happened. According to what they showed us, he ended up being that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jerk face. Yeah. But we all just burst out laughing because I think at the beginning of the podcast, I'm like, yeah, we got ourselves a nice you know, G rating for everyone, and then crotchety old bastard 40 minutes later. I tell you what, that Kathleen Kennedy, I'm just going to shut up right now. <laughs> we can pray for her. Nombre Padre, Filia, Espíritu Santo. Dong. Dace, go ahead and plug yourself. What's your TikTok handle? Hold on, I gotta find where I'm gonna put the plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dace. Simple. I'm I'm not gonna go out and be one of those t- people that has, you know, multiple whatevers. It's just straight up Dace. D A C E. Mm. And I, I tell you what. A lot of people, they're like, oh, you're doxing yourself. I'm like, yeah, I am. I have nothing to hide. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is going to keep me honest. Yeah. Be, I mean, you know, if you want to come after me, I pr- pray that you don't. I, I really do because well, nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. And I pray that I never, ever get somebody to the point where they want to come after me mm-hmm. because that's not, that's not really not being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you tell them once, you tell them twice, and then you leave them alone. That's yeah. literally what it says. Yeah. Yep. I, Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> and, you know, if you look at Titus, uh, Titus 3, 9 or something, like I don't know. Um, <clears throat> do not get into uh, quarrels and arguments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. TikTok, just Dace, Dace Kenport. 
I keep it simple. I try to make a video a day, a couple videos. Um, I share things, funny things, um, things that I find funny. You may not find funny, <laughs> you know. I've got a very dark sense of humor. I doubt that. So, oh, I was in the military. You don't know the half of it. I just don't let it come out. <laughs> I may tell you a joke someday, and you're going to hurt me. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty dark. Not right now. I haven't had sun. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Dace. Um, yeah, simple. You know, check me out. Uh, share the videos. Share Ta them out because the world needs to see it. Titus 3.9, do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees or in quarrels and fights about obedience to Jewish laws. These things are useless and a waste of time. The way I understand that. I mean, literally what it says right there, mm -hmm. but I also apply it to, am I really going to get into an argument on whether or not there's no air in space? <laughs> right. Do do I need to get into this argument? Right. Yes, there is air in space, but it's so minuscule, it's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. Right. But we're not going to argue about it. Right. And the right. same thing boils down to they want to argue with me about what God did to the firstborn children of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why would God do something like that? Why? Why? If He's such an all-loving God, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you about this mm -hmm. because number one, you're trying to trap me. Mm. Number two, I love you enough that I want to keep you as a friend mm -hmm. and I will shut my mouth because I care for you. Mm -hmm. I will end this argument right now. If you can't handle that, there's the door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't let it hit you where the good Lord split you. Yeah. Easy, easy, easy. You want a PG, dude. Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that means the thought process or people are going to envision your door. <laughs> then uh, the next, very next verse after 3.9 is where you got the whole two times and leave it be. Mm -hmm. So in verse 10, if people are caught, well, no, sorry. If people are causing divisions among you, give a first and a second warning. After that, have nothing more to do with them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It, it's clearly right there. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. You know, and well, you don't need to take the Bible so literally. Sometimes you do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The Bible is literal and figurative at the same time. Mm -hmm. All at the same time. Yep. And never, ever pay attention to the ages in the Bible. I'm going to tell you that right now. Just don't. Hmm. Mathematically, it doesn't come out. Right. Nope. Okay. I, I want to believe that Methuselah lived 969 years. But look at all the numbers. All the time. Look at all the numbers of the years. And to have them end on like, you know, a zero and a five and everything like that. It just doesn't quite, hmm. doesn't quite match mathematically. Now, did they live for a long time? Yes, they absolutely did. How long? We don't know because it may have gotten translated a little bit differently. Right. Were they going by how many seasons? Were they going by how many years? Well, mm -hmm. and, the, and the calendars changed multiple times right. too. So the mm -hmm. amount of days and years and all yep. of that mm -hmm. stuff has changed. So. Should be on a 13-month calendar, but we're not. Mm -hmm. you or know. you can go down a medieval rabbit hole where they think it was like there was a two to 400-year section of time that was basically just erased from history books. Right. I believe <laughs> a conspiracy theorist are you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, when it, when it comes to the Bible, like you just said, it's literal and figurative all at the same time. Mm -hmm. But once you start reading it, and you keep going back over it and over it and mm -hmm. over it, you start seeing between the lines and what they're actually saying mm -hmm. and understanding what is actually going on within the Bible itself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that claim to be agnostic. Gnostic, um, atheist, anti-theist. Oh, I've read the Bible. Good. How many times? Well, I read all the way through it. Okay. How many times? Once. So you, you read it, you skimmed it, mm -hmm. realized it wasn't for you, and you, you, it's a, it's a great book of stories. 
more power to you, big guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, I know I've been over certain chat, uh, certain books, probably a dozen or more times, and I get something new out of it every single time. Oh, yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. I did a sermon for the youth group um, about uh, one of my favorite people in the Bible. You know, never guess who he was. Is he short? Very. <laughs> climbed a tree. Yep, climbed a tree. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I guessed it. Yeah. Zacchaeus. Okay. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. <laughs> he climbed up in a sycamore tree. Uh, I, for Jesus, okay. Jesus Christ to see, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Ten verses in the Bible. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. His entire existence that we know of mm-hmm. is in those 10 verses. Yep. You know how many sermons are on that one person that are hours long? Hmm. Look them up. Mm-hmm. The one thing that stuck out to me, I studied this, just read those 10 verses every day for weeks before I gave my sermon. Is you start at the beginning and I said, I'm going to read all 10 verses. I was going to leave it at that. And I said, now think about this. How long does a tree need to grow before it will support a human being? And then I started talking about why Jesus chose, you know, went into Nazareth and why Zacchaeus climbed the tree to see Jesus Mm -hmm. and why Jesus, out of nowhere, calls him by name. How many people in the Bible do they talk about and never name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This one was important. Yep. Mm-hmm. This was important enough that we needed to know the name of this tax collector. Mm-hmm. Okay. Called him out by name. I'm going to your house. I will eat with you. In front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And he went, Yep, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In an immediate change of heart. Mm-hmm. Goes on to give away almost everything, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. More, so more than what he took from more people. than what he took from people, mm-hmm. and so much that a lot of people confuse Zacchaeus for the rich young ruler that came to Jesus. Mm, yep. Oh, I can see that. Didn't know that somebody right. confused the two. They confuse just like Mary Magdalene. They confuse mm-hmm. her all the time because one pope said one thing. Huh. Okay. Now. Going back to the tree. Two days before I gave this sermon, I've been studying these 10 verses. Mm-hmm. And God went, so how long do you think it takes for a tree to grow to big enough to support a human? I was like, well, what kind of tree was it? It's, it's called a sycamore fig tree in some of the translations. So I look up sycamore fig trees. How big are they? And I go, well, I was like, well, it, it can get pretty big. I was like, but big enough for a guy to climb it. Guy my size, maybe a little bit smaller than me, I don't know. Let, let's just go, let's go five foot tall, 130 pounds, okay? Big enough to climb out and sit on a branch without mm-hmm. it breaking. How long does that tree need to be there? I'd say 20 years, 25 years. You can ask an arborist, but let's just say 25 years. Mm-hmm. God planted that seed, nurtured it, allowed it to grow, made sure nobody removed it, mm-hmm. built anything around it, and it had to be in a certain place for a certain moment so a certain guy could climb that tree and sit on it and see Jesus. 
Mm -hmm. So that plan was put in place probably the day Zacchaeus was born. Hmm. Or even before. Mm -hmm. See, when you read it, straight off, mm -hmm. like, oh, some dude climbed a tree, woo, we're mm seeing -hmm. Jesus, yay. Mm -hmm. Happy ending. Mm -hmm. But after you read it and read it and read it and read it, read it you start seeing between the lines. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. start understanding that there's way more to this miracle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like when, when the Red Sea was parted, everybody talks about the walls of water and people walking down, they forget about the part that they walked. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It wasn't muddy. It was not muddy. It was hard enough for them to walk on kicking up dust and roll their carts across. Mm -hmm. Yep. Have you ever been in a marsh where mm -hmm. it, the waters receded a little bit? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's still muddy. And yeah. you get stuck mm -hmm. as you get closer to the water. They could walk right along the water on dry ground. But nobody really talks about that. It mentions it. It mm -hmm. says it yeah. in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. But nobody ever talks about that little miracle right there. That, yeah. Yeah. Because they would have been slowed down if it had been mud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the carts would have gotten stuck. They would mm -hmm. have lost wheels. They would have lost, li lost livestock. They would have lost all the children. Through. All the yeah. way through. Yeah. Yep. So there's always miracles within miracles. Mm -hmm. They need to look at the little miracles to appreciate the big miracles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Just a thought. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. Shameless self promotion. My name is Daze. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> He's a talker, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think anyone got any final thoughts before we close here? I think this was an awesome episode. <laughs> Don't go to hell. Well, you know. <laughs> it's your choice, people. Hey, just you were literally given the choice. Yep. To go or not to go. It, you're not forced. Either way, it's your choice. Free will is an amazing thing and a confusing thing. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yep. All right. Well, this has been a great episode. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, That's yeah. why I always set up the fourth mic. You never know who's going to come in, and God brought you in here today, and I'm yeah. very thankful for it. Yeah. That was oh, awesome. God, God and I are going to have a talk about this one later. <laughs> He's like, yo, God, this was great. I loved it. Good times. Good times. I just need to get two more mics and have you in here more often. We'll bring other people. Oh, just let me know. I'd love to. We basically do this every Friday at 530. Friday, 530 ALCC. <laughs> if, if you know what that is, if you don't, don't look it up. <laughs> we, I don't even we, know if it'll pop up anymore. Well, we used to be called the crazy church. We used to be called a cult. I've been in this church since 1981, so. Uh, yeah, I've heard stories from people tell what they thought of this place. You go to the cult place, I'm like, yeah, technically it is a cult. We all believe in the same thing, so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being specific. Say there's, <laughs> there's still some Google reviews that are along those lines. <laughs> I've, I've seen them. Anyway, we'll let they you wave it. flags, they dance and and sing before God. They're cultists. Um, yeah, nothing yeah. you don't see at a football game. Hey, at least I'm not dancing around naked like David. Did. <laughs> you know, there's some discrepancy about that, but yeah, he may have been completely naked. Well, like um, the NLT says, he had like a uh, a very linen ga like garment kind of thing, basically see through. He had his holy underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to lead us out, Chris? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you bring upon us, and thank you for keeping us safe in your holy and blessed name. Amen. 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 Hey, everybody, we are on TikTok, YouTube, uh, Audible. I've just figured that out. Our biggest download source so far is Audible right now. Oh, It surpassed nice. Spotify by a lot. Nice. Also Spotify, Podbean, 
Apple, which Chris says is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to see your comments, your thoughts. Uh, shoot me an email at toxincrocs at gmail.com. If you want to be on here, we could certainly do that fairly easily. We could do that just a phone call. You don't have to be on video. If you want to be on video, we'll discuss it and get you here at the church. Um, everybody listening, you are invited to the Grand Island Abundant Life Church on Sundays at 10 a.m. I'll give you a hug if you show up and say, hey, I listen to Talks and Crocs. Love you guys. Thank you for listening and watching. We'll see you later. Hey. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>